0: Welcome to Lessons in Life and Love with Rihanna Milne, where we show you how to have the positive mindset for success in all life areas so you can grow beyond difficult transitions and evolve from those challenging moments that may have influenced your past but will not define your future. It's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve as we teach you the exact skills needed to attract and keep a lasting, emotionally healthy and conscious relationship. Now, please welcome your host, certified life dating and relationship coach, trauma professional, and best-selling author, Rihanna Milne.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to show one of Lessons in Life and Love. Tonight's topic, why nine out of ten people suffer in life and love. Are you one of the 90% who past childhood impacts you today in life and love? Well, let's find out. Hi everyone, I'm Global Certified Life Dating and Relationship Coach, Certified Clinical Trauma Professional, and the number one best-selling author, Coach Rihanna Milne. Known as a life and love transformation expert, I'm on a mission to change the way the world loves. And I hope you, my listeners and my angels of love and love transformers, will help spread the word on how to have conscious, loving, and respectful relationships. This educational podcast airs every Monday night from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern time. And helps women and men of all ages to heal from past childhood adverse events and abusive love relationship trauma or difficult life transitions that impact them today as adults in both life and love. Learn to transform a negative fear-based mindset into a positive and purpose-filled conscious and evolved mindset to achieve success in all life areas. I will also teach you the exact skills you need to attract and keep an emotionally healthy, evolved, and love relationship, no matter your age. And whether you're single, straight, LGBT, or in a coupled relationship, so that you can have the life you desire and the love relationship that you deserve. So take advantage of me being on tonight. I'm your personal coach. Your questions get answered for free during this live radio show tonight and every Monday night on BBM Global Network. So you can call me from 6 to 645 in the USA at 866-451-1451. Just have your questions and comments ready and give them to my show engineer, Abraham, when you call and he will make sure you get on the show. But call early because we only have an hour and there's only so many, so many questions I can answer. I'm going to take as many as I can and I take your questions and concerns very seriously. So if you aren't able to get your questions answered tonight on the show or you live abroad and can't get into the phone channel, do email me your questions and show comments to me directly at Lessons in Life and Love show at gmail.com. And I'll respond to you and answer your questions live on my next show. And if you just can't wait, you want to meet me personally, that's okay too. You can apply for a free life and love transformation discovery session. It's a $500 value. Just go to my website, rianamilne.com, and we'll set up a time to meet with you. So let's get started, my love transformers. And remember, do take notes if you can, or come on back to listen again for more details. And if you hear something you know will be beneficial to a friend or loved one, Please be an angel of love and share the show link and tune in Global Radio. So, yeah, it's true. Research shows 90% of people suffer in life and love. I know that's almost unbelievable. It is a fact, too, that past childhood dating and relationship trauma impacts adults in life and love as you move forward, unless you do something about it. Also, it escalates for those who are considered famous or very successful in business. And we're going to get into that, why that happens to be true and give you some excellent examples so you clearly understand why this happens. This matters, this whole concept is so important because you're going to want to understand why you or someone you love may be struggling in dating to find an amazing person or in your love relationship. Why success in business can escalate problems and how to eliminate the negative unconscious thoughts and destructive repetitive patterns that are destroying your life, maybe complicating things in business and just sabotaging your love relationships. So this is for you. This whole show, Monday night's for you. If you're frustrated with picking all the wrong people to date, you can't figure out where they are and how to find them. You repeatedly get hurt by those you love. You want marriage and a family, but work seems to get in the way. Or you know exactly how to attract and keep the ideal partner For an emotionally healthy and lasting relationship, you want all those tips. You want to know what to do, how to do it, so you don't make any more costly or emotionally hurtful mistakes. Or you might be someone that keeps finding yourself in toxic cycles of fighting, emotional or verbal abuse, and other dysfunctional behavior patterns that are ruining your chance at a loving and lasting relationship. So my goal for this show and for you is to learn how you can successfully attract and have an emotionally healthy, conscious and evolved love relationship. And trust me, you can. I've had hundreds and hundreds of graduates in my programs and they are doing amazing. And also, I will teach you to have a positive, successful life mindset for all areas. So you can have a life that's really happy, fulfilled and full of purpose. So who's here? Who are some of our listeners? I have heard some people who are going to come on the show tonight. They're singles looking for the emotionally healthy partner. They're people in an exclusive relationship, but having some problems in a few areas and they want to figure out what's going on. Why do they keep having these cycles of fighting and they want to get beyond them? or if you definitely are in a toxic and abusive relationship and you're very worried about what to do, you don't want to split up your family. You want to keep it together, but you've tried therapy. I always hear this all the time. Nothing else has worked until they come to coaching. So (laughs) I am your coach Monday nights. And it's for those who are successful and confident in business, but they just suck at love and they want to know why, what is it? going on they want to figure it out so uh, let's get going we have to take a brief break but we will be right back you're listening to lessons in life and love with your host and global coach rihanna milne coming to you live on bbm global network and TuneIn radio stay tuned we'll be right back when we're going to discuss why 9 out of 10 people struggle in life and love and more about childhood trauma
2: Animal lover, author, artist, and public speaker, Patricia daly Life is a Renaissance woman in her own right. A lover of animals from a young age, Patricia lives on a farm in Virginia and has rescued neglected thoroughbred horses, keeping them or finding them safe havens. She is also a published author, and her books document real-life experiences that she shares in her passionate stories, taking the reader around the world in a colorful kaleidoscope of life. An accomplished artist, Patricia Daly-Life's oil paintings feature animals, portraits, stills, nature, and abstract, and she allows the brush to paint the image in an organic, natural way. A public speaker, Patricia is motivated to continually wonder about life and advocates for all of us to do the same and document our own unique history. To learn more about Patricia Daily Life, visit www.literarylady.com and www.patricialife.com or email her at pdlife at gmail.com.
3: Hello, I'm Steve Fagan, and I'm president and CEO of Fagan Associates, but I'm also a life coach. I'm here to help you reach your dreams, goals, and objectives. As a life coach, it's my job to be your support, to be your teammate, to help you understand what is your dream, what is your life passion, and then together, we work as that team to help you reach your specific goals. Life is worth living the best you can be. Working with a life coach, you're fulfilling those dreams and goals is your passion, and it's your way of living. Let me help you do that today. Let me help you really reach the best that you can be as a person and live the life you should be living. I'm Steve Fagan. I'm a life coach, and I'm here for you.
2: Contact Steve Fagan at FaganAndAssociatesInc.com or call 1-800-239-2701.
3: And I'll be glad to help you move forward to live the life of success. Reach your dreams, your goals, your objectives. We can do it together.
1: We're back. And this is Rihanna Milne, your Global Life and Love Coach, coming to you live every Monday night, 6 p.m. on BBM Global Network and TuneIn Radio. So here we go. We're heading into our next section. Why? Why, why, why? Do nine out of ten people struggle in life and love? What is this all about? So... This is a little bit about um, my story. Why do I care about this? Well, I am someone who experienced childhood dating and relationship trauma and abuse, and I had no idea what was going on. Now, I'm just an ordinary woman, just like a lot of the females I work with. However, I happen to have a triple master's in applied clinical and counseling psychology, and I'm a certified addictions professional. And when I went through a relationship with someone I cared about very deeply, I I didn't know about childhood trauma because it did not exist. We did not learn about it in my master's program. And I went there later in life. I went there in my 40s. It is not in the DSM-IV, which is our statistical model for the psychotherapists. When I had my counseling clients come in the door, we have to give them a diagnostic code and it did not exist. So it led me on a mad mission to figure out what did this man that I adore have. Um, I could only describe it as he was a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. So wonderful to society, a middle school principal, uh, very well-respected, well-loved. My children adored him. His children adored me. We were so in love. We had three wedding ceremonies, one in Cancun, one in Paris, and one in Atlantic City where our children stood up for us. and. It was quite unusual. Everyone in the, in the town said, you know, oh, gosh, I wish I was you guys. We're out dancing all over, having an amazing relationship. And on the surface, everything seemed perfectly fine. Until one day, my world exploded. Um, he shows up. I was a SAC counselor, student assistance counselor in an elementary school, as he was a principal in a middle school. And he was not supposed to be at my school an hour away. This is right after we had a great Key West vacation for winter break, and he was not allowed into his school because there was porn on his computer. So not only that, I mean, the world that I knew of just exploded, you just can't be doing that. A, in a school, and B, if you're the principal, totally not cool. So, of course, everything exploded as far as my world and what I knew it was, It was, and um, my children were upset. I never heard an apology. He ran out of town, couldn't handle the news, and it was thrown on my lap to handle it, not only myself personally, um, but in business. It affected me in business. So I had to stand up, and I served as my own attorney, which was called Pro Se Attorney, and I fought my case to have the marriage annulled and I won. And the judge said, "Miss Milne, in 32 years of being a family court justice, I've only granted one annulment and yours is the second. So that was one way to empower myself. But the second way was to do the research. So that we could end what was a fabulous love in an amical way, because he did not know what was wrong with him. And he cried and he says, I don't know what's the matter with me. And I ruined everything. I ruined my life. I ruined us. I ruined everything. And he did. And I need to figure out why. So that's how I covered childhood trauma. Now, I'm considered somebody who's successful in business. I coach around the world, I have a couple best selling books. I have a few initials after my name. Uh, Without my system in place that I have taught myself, I could be a workaholic, but I definitely have wonderful balance in my life. But my research helped me and all my clients who are experiencing the same dynamics that 90% of other people can experience. And that's what we're going to go into in this show. So, who am I? Well, I went to RCI Relationship Coaching Institute in 2009 to become a global certified life dating and relationship coach for both singles and couples. I've been a licensed mental health counselor for 18 years in both the Atlantic City and Delray Beach area. LPC is the term in New Jersey. I'm an LCADC and CAP, two different certifications in Florida and Jersey for the drug and alcohol addictions field. I am the dating and life coach on the docuseries Radical Dating, Finding Lasting Love Over 40, where my client Scott successfully found love, the first and only one to find love on the show while we were taping, and he's still with his partner partner today over a year and a half later. I've written five books, a couple of them went to number one bestselling and Live and Love Beyond Your Dreams are sold in the Barnes and Noble store and globally on Amazon. And I am a certified clinical trauma professional. With that work, I decided to specialize in those with childhood trauma several years ago when this incident happened to me. I do a lot of blog work for digital romance and eHarmony. I have been interviewed on all the major networks from NBC, Five. CBS, ABC, and so on. I have a ton of educational videos on YouTube because I'm all about education. I've been lecturing since my 20s, and I lecture in schools and corporations about the motivational mindset for success. My books, Love Beyond Your Dreams, Break Free of Toxic Relationships to Have the Love You Deserve, and Live Beyond Your Dreams, From Fear and Doubt to Personal Power, Purpose, and Success. Those are the two that are in Barnes & Noble, and only half of one. 1% of people that self-publish end up in the store. So that was a childhood dream of mine. And you can get free chapter downloads if you're curious to read a little bit about those books right on my website, Milne.com. I do a lot of podcasts as a guest and telesummits for relationship coaches. I get involved with a lot of the big summits. I've had three prior radio shows in New Jersey and hosted my own TV show also called Lessons in Life and Love. And I've also been an interfaith minister since 1997, one of the busiest ministers in South Jersey, celebrating love for all. And most importantly, my role as a mom, I have two amazing daughters, Stefana Farrell, who with her family lives in Orlando with my two adorable grandsons who are five and soon to be three, Simon and Logan, and Alexi Panos Davis and her husband Preston, who speak around the world and personal transformation and their little baby Kingston is five. Five months now and they are currently uh, teaching and coaching in London so I have an amazing life wonderful kids and considered to be very successful in all my endeavors but this one thing I had to figure out and I am one to reach my goals and dreams once I set them and I worked hard to support my kids as a single mom sometimes working five jobs at once this was the last thing that I wanted to take care of and that when I did the research I was so determined to help those in my counseling practice at the time. And it was so amazing because it was like floodgates open. When I was finding out this information, I found out most of my people either had childhood trauma or their partners had childhood trauma. Let's go into some people, uh, famous people that also have huge success in their careers, but suffer from childhood trauma. And we're going to get to the bottom of how can they be so successful in work, but struggled in love. These people have childhood trauma. So, I'm not saying they're struggling in love. So let me clarify this first group: Steve Jobs, Oprah Winfrey, Jim Carrey, Tiger Woods, Angelina Jolie, Donald Trump, Albert Einstein, Napoleon, Michael Jackson, Steve Martin, Chevy Chase. Now this is just part of a large list I have in front of me. You can see how many comedians I have on this first list, and there is a reason because humor is used in childhood when kids grow up with a lot of pain in college i did a study on comedians and they all came from a traumatic childhood now this group of famous people also experienced childhood trauma and became wildly successful in their career but at the same time they became evil sociopath, and psychopathic at the same time. So before I read the list, people want to say, well, what's sociopath and psychopath? Sociopath is someone that does not give any care or concern for someone's emotional well-being. They will use you, take advantage of you, manipulate you, and walk away without apology. A psychopath will do the same thing, but then they also kill. This is this list. Adolf Hitler, Stalin, Saddam Hussein, Osama bin Laden, Mussolini, and... They can go on, but that is the list where those of severe childhood trauma grow up and they turn evil. So what are the similarities between the two lists? Okay, this is a crazy similar list here. They're all very successful. They all work very hard. They're all workaholics. They all are considered charming and amazing influencers. They're often considered weird, a little bit different or isolators. Most had traumatic, abusive adult relationships, but not all. Most have few friends and have a very low trust factor. And there's a lot of blurting out. That's a term that I use. It's not a scientific term, but it's inappropriate spoken words, words spoken without Thinking, And I think you can probably think of a great example from the list that I just read with someone that globally was known for blurting out and really damaged his reputation. So someone to the very top of their careers, but others, of course, became evil and a mass murderer on the way. The common element? they all suffer from childhood trauma. If you have questions on this, now we're gonna go into the 10 most common childhood traumas. And again, 90% of our population is affected by childhood trauma. So you're going to want to take notes on that. So if you haven't gotten your pen and paper yet, make sure you do, because we're going to go into that list very soon. You know, I want to change the way those in the U.S. love. I can't talk about global love, but just recently I saw the documentary on spring break where hooking up is nothing about love. Sex is just a conquest. It's a competition. And I'm like, thank God my girls aren't in that generation of their 20s. And when I work with people in their 20s, they're really... Really looking for quality love. When I saw that, it's like, oh, wow, you know, what happened to moral value and our, our morals, how we grew up? It's just so far off the path from what I know. The childhood trauma is a huge impact on this. The book, The Sociopath Next Door by Martha Stout also found that one in 25 people are sociopathic. So you need to know if you're out there dating, what to look for when dating. Here's some other names of people, sociopaths. We got the Boston Strangler. Jeffrey Dahmer killed 17 people, the clown serial killer, 33 males, Gary Ridgway murdered 90 women, all have childhood trauma. So what's happened to the other 65% of us? If 90% have childhood trauma and 25% are sociopath, guess what, guys? I'm going to go into that next. Let's talk now about how research shows nine out of 10 people suffer in life and love due to the fact that past childhood dating and relationship trauma is impacting them today as adults in life and love. And this happens to everyone men, women, young, old, straight, LGBT, it doesn't matter. And it escalates for those who are considered famous or successful in business, especially for women. So let's go into how it affects people in domestic abuse. I have a short list here of some people who were greatly successful in business in their careers who greatly suffered in love we have our entertainers like rihanna Tina Turner, Whitney Houston, Marilyn Monroe, Elizabeth Taylor, some men, Howard Hughes, Michael Jackson, Abraham Lincoln, and Andy Warhol. So many more women and men who become very successful in their careers but struggle in life or love. Let's go into the definition of what is trauma. A traumatic event involves a single experience or enduring repeated or multiple experiences that completely overwhelm a person's ability to cope or process the ideas and the emotions involved in this experience. So when something happens to you suddenly, this is when PTSD can come in, like I was in shock when this episode happened with my ex. And what happens is then when shocking information comes or your trauma is pushed from the past, it's called an emotional trigger. This is when an adult unconsciously feels anger, Fearful or attacked and reacts to a person or an event that's often dramatic and seems totally irrational to them when under stress in life or in a relationship. The result is always tied to an emotional physical trauma that occurred to the person when they were very young and an innocent child. What happens when you're young and if it's repeated childhood trauma, you have to develop survival strategies and pretty soon they become your quote unquote normal and they become part of your unconscious programming in behavior. This segment is the one where you want to really, take some notes because I developed what's called the childhood trauma discovery checklist. And I'm going to go over the top 10 adverse childhood events. And that term was from the Kaiser Permanente group out of San Diego, who made the correlation between those of childhood trauma. And they came up with the term ACE, adverse childhood events, and they developed a checklist around that. They made the correlation between those with childhood events and obesity in adults. Then they took further and did more of a study. That is like another whole show in itself. But uh, another gentleman joined him from the Center of Disease Control. They did more testing and they found out those with childhood trauma were the ones suffering from disease in their 50s and 60s at an early age, predominantly heart disease, diabetes, fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, irritable bowel syndrome, migraines, and so many more ailments. It's not only psychological. I work with more of the emotional end. But my clients do learn to calm down their brain and body activity. I appreciated the list, the Adverse Childhood Checklist, but they, to me, were missing a lot because, again, I was working with people with childhood trauma since 2012, and this study came out in late 2015, I believe. So I was happy it came out because it was a big study and there was a name for it. That was great. There was another group that developed a checklist and added more things. But the more I worked with my people, these are the items that I find that affect most of my. People in love. And there has not been any mass study yet in childhood trauma and how it affects people in love. And that is what my clients work with with me. And my oldest client, 78, worked with children too in the schools that have come from trauma. But let's get into the childhood trauma discovery checklist. I just want you to write three columns. The first one is me, if you have any of these. The second column is your partner, if you're in a steady relationship or if you're single now, a partner you recently left, uh, if the relationship was traumatic. And the third is parents. If it applies as I go along, just write down mom or dad or both. Okay, so here we go. Number one, remember first though, as I go through, there's no guilt around this. There's no shame. Trauma happens to us. We're young, we're innocent. We don't know any better. All we know is what mom and dad are showing us as examples and what's modeled to us. But it is proven that childhood trauma goes through the generations. We're going to talk about that a little bit later in the show. So number one, did your parent have any addiction to a substance or compulsive behavior? So most of us know, of course, drugs and alcohol, but we're talking sex, like cheating, porn, gambling, hoarding, spending, eating, TV watching. So there's 10 addictions right off the bat. There's many more, but those are some of the most common ones. Second, emotional abuse, neglect, or you witness domestic violence. And remember feeling afraid when you were left alone for long periods of time. Emotional abuse, we know what that is, but one of the studies also showed if you came home from school like at three o'clock and your parents weren't there, they were working and you had to be alone for a couple of hours, that would count under some form of neglect. If you witness the domestic violence, that is a score there as well number three verbal abuse you either witnessed or received yelling or cursing you're never given compliments you were verbally put down or the opposite, given the silent treatment when mom or dad was mad at you and they would just stonewall or shut down. Again, you could have either witnessed this or received the verbal abuse, but they all count. Next one, number four, sexual abuse, rape or molestation. Now, I always used to think that was a level 10 trauma. We look at the levels, one being lighter, 10 being most severe, but all the studies show any of these are equally weighted. That is always a heavy one and that could have occurred rather in. Inside or outside of the home. Number five, abandonment from either parent. Fault or no fault. The fault abandonment is if there's a divorce and let's say the father leaves the home, he promises to see you and he's late. He doesn't show up on time. Or if you go over to the house, he's always with his girlfriend and ignoring you. That's a fault abandonment. A no fault abandonment would be, for example, if a parent has to go off to fight war, if they happen to die early or they travel a lot for their job. It's not their fault that they're leaving you. So it's called a no fault abandonment. This was one that I went through and I didn't know it at the time, but my father was like James Bond. He was FBI and CIA and we did not know that until my dad was sick years later. And we got letters from Ronald Reagan and William Casey thanking my father for his dedication and service to our country. And I remember though, as a little girl, when I was doing this work, I'm there, what traumas do I have if 90% of people are affected? And I remember asking my mom, like, when's daddy coming home? and she always used to say oh i don't know and she didn't know and we never knew so that was kind of nerve-wracking for a little child not knowing where her dad was when she's close to him okay the next one adoption foster care or you had to go live with other relatives because mom or dad couldn't take care of you seven this is a big one this is very common personal trauma You remember being bullied as a kid or not fitting in you felt different for some reason it could have been you had a medical condition or you were an overweight child or skinny and gawky child for some reason you felt worthless you didn't fit in the in crowd you were rejected whatever you might have gone through that's trauma number seven and that happens to you and that is always around the feeling of not feeling good enough personal trauma number eight is sibling trauma there's several here the sibling might have bullied you they might have been born with a medical conditioned or developed one and the parents gave them all the attention and you just had to deal with it or most often they were perceived by you to be the golden child which meant that they could have been more intelligent more attractive more athletic and they got moms and dads more attention and accolades and compliments so that's sibling trauma Number nine, family trauma. That could be frequent moves like a military family has to move every four years, very hard on the children, loss of home by flood and fire. If you grow up in poverty or in a dangerous neighborhood, incarceration of a parent, Or now I work with people around the world. I had a client from Lebanon who grew up in the active war zone as a child. She goes, Rihanna, I remember not knowing if I was going to be alive each day when I woke up. So that is severe family trauma. And I'm adding to that one community trauma. Community trauma is later down on the list. I discuss the top 10, but our community trauma has gotten so intense. Let's look at the school shootings, mass community shootings. We've got volcanoes. I mean, I'm not a young chick, okay, I'm 60, and we've never heard of volcanoes erupting as we were growing up, landslides, mudslides, storms wiping out entire areas like Puerto Rico, our hurricanes are level four or five. So the community trauma is really escalating and that lends right into family trauma. I was out in Las Vegas talking to the community right after their mass shooting there and people were still all in a state of post-traumatic shock from that event, kind of walking around like in a cloud, kind of numbed out. And this definitely affects the family in many ways. And number 10, the last one, is if you had an unstable parent with mental health issues, the two most difficult are bipolar, which is manic and depressive. Depression could come out as anger, fast trigger, mood, moodiness, exhaustion, or just checking out emotionally. Manic could be happy and they're great, or it could be a gambling spree. So manic is not always good it could be a major spending spree as well that's bipolar and borderline is the most toughest and that tends to be going through the generations it could be inherited and that's fast trigger anger when they're good they're great when they're bad they're horrid and you never know what you're going to get a lot of moodiness narcissistic personality depression anxiety someone that's critical controlling Past trigger, anger, or your parent bullied you. These are the 10 traumas. So if you want to discuss your situation with me, give us a buzz now at 866-451-1451. I do understand that I have a call, a question. So how can I help you? Hi, Hello? Liana. Hi,
2: who's this? This is Marianne from San Francisco.
1: Hi, Marianne. How are you? How can I help you?
2: I'm fine. I experienced a lot of the things on your list and... I'm dating now and I just was talking to this guy on one of the online platforms and we left it kind of loose. We were going to have a date a few days later and and didn't hear from him and it was getting close to the date and I was getting so anxious. I just want to know if it's okay to text or call the day before to make sure the date is on or if you think that's being too clingy and chasing the guy, like what would you say?
1: No, I wouldn't think so because you have to make plans. So again, when you go out dating, especially from the online platforms, the first thing is to establish the friendship. So just look at this person as they could be a new friend and take some of the pressure off yourself. So just say, hey, just checking in. Do you have a time and a place available for Friday night so I can plan around that? So just make it kind of lighthearted and friendly. Don't be too tense on yourself. There's probably some of the traumas from your past playing into your anxiety anxiety. I will be glad to go into that with you. Sure. Okay, great. We were talking about how childhood trauma shows up. What are some of the signs of this that you're struggling with this? And what are some of the signs that come out in love and dating? One sign is ongoing anxiety. This is common in all of my clients. Um, They feel anxious about things and events. And it's one sign that you might've had some of the traumas. This is very common. Some of the other signs you could be battling is on and off depression, having fears or panic attacks where other people would feel more confident. You might have faulty coping and behavioral patterns or low self-esteem. That feeling of not being good enough, that goes back to trauma seven. Quick to anger or various moods that are hard for you to control. Or when you are in a love relationship, you tend to be codependent. And if that breaks up, you could be love addicted. I'm going to get back to my caller in just a minute, but I wanted to hit on this one more time in case this comes up for her. One of the pioneers when I was doing my research was Janet Wositz. She did work on the ACOA, which is adult child of an alcoholic. And that was the first aha moment when I started to bridge together what my ex-husband had. And when I developed all the traumas, he had nine out of the 10 traumas. And number one, his father was a raging alcoholic. Number two, is physically abused, verbally abused, docile mo- mother who neglected him, teased horribly, came from lack, uh, borderline father, a sister who really excelled and was very intelligent. He did not want to be home. So he had nine of the traumas, okay? <laughs> These are some of the things that come out. And you know, the first thing I knew was he was ACOA, adult child of an alcoholic. Some of the signs that ACOAs can show was that they could be bipolar or borderline personality. Personality, because they've grown up with these difficult parents. They could be a narcissist as an adult. They're more focused on themselves because they had to be as children, as a coping mechanism. I know the word narcissist is a real buzzword today. Everybody calls me and says, oh, the ex is a narcissist. Well, probably not. They're probably someone with childhood trauma. They probably have borderline. They probably have three or four other things happening or they could be sociopathic and the sociopath is always narcissistic. So it's not just narcissists. Sometimes there's a lot more going on. Some other signs is that you're disorganized, you're cluttered, you're messy, you lose things. Um, Your your mind cannot focus. It's always scattered. Irresponsibility, not necessarily at work. You could excel in work, but be irresponsible at home around the children. Impulsive in words, thoughts and actions. That's where that blurting out comes out. You get in trouble later or an impulse of action where you don't think of anybody else and you just do it because you want to. That is narcissism. It does affect you and your partner and your whole whole situation, like my whole family exploded when my ex did his narcissistic sociopathic stuff. Fear of abandonment, insecurity, jealousy, and like I said, love addiction to a partner you consciously know is really bad for you, but you still really crave him. That's love addiction coming from abandonment history of poor relationship dynamics, and the sociopath will always refuse to apologize or forgive. They shut down emotionally. They don't communicate. And those are signs that my clients learn to watch for as they're out there dating. So let me get back to my caller. Okay, so when we did the childhood checklist, how many things did you find that you relate to on that list? Nine. Nine of them? Okay. And have you ever had any help either from a therapist or a trauma coach?
2: Yeah, I've had therapy for a long time.
1: Did that help you in any way? Did that help you get beyond any of the traumatic feelings that you have or your emotional triggers?
2: Yeah, it helped me. I think I have a little more awareness when I am being triggered, but I, and I notice just the background anxiety and this whole dating thing. Really- yeah triggers anxiety, for sure.
1: Okay. This is something I would love to have you in my masterclass. It's this Thursday, the 26th at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Go to Coach Rihanna Milne in Facebook. Sign up. I have a few openings left. And we are going deeper into this subject. Because when I work with my clients, we do 50% life coaching and 50% love coaching. And the life coaching, we first dive very deeply into the childhood trauma piece. I have like 20 pages of a. You get right to the bottom of what you went through and how you had to handle it. Then you get the education in love. So you know what questions to ask on your date. You know what to look for, body language. You get to know fairly early on if you're dealing with someone who is emotionally healthy. However, studies show that the sociopath or the con artists normally start showing their colors around four to nine months in. So if it's later in your relationships, don't beat yourself up about that. But the key is to be more confident with dating by knowing exactly what to do on your dates questions to ask, to be very consciously aware when you're dating and know exactly what it is that you want before you go out there dating. Even with my singles profiles that I help them write, we really nail down what it is they're looking for and that is their roadmap. And they know not to go off of that or either settle. Life is short. You don't wanna go through any more cheap drama. You know, if you've been through it once or twice, enough's enough. Thank you, Marianne, for your call. And if you were not able to get through with your call and you have a question, make sure you email me at lessons in life and love show at gmail.com and I will bring it on next week's show. Marianne, all I want to say is, you know, get some more education. If want, I would be glad to talk with you. Do sign up for a free Life and Love Transformation Discovery Session. You'll meet with me. Nobody else sees the work that you fill out before we chat. I give you up to one hour of time. It's worth $500. Just go to my website, Milne.com, and I'll see how I can help you best. There's definitely the puzzle. We go back into your past childhood, relationships with your mom and dad, grandparents, your first significant love. We look at a a lot of different things. So when you go out there to date, you want to date with confidence. You want to know exactly what to do. And that's what I do when I empower my clients and I'll help you as I can. So stay with the show and you're going to learn a lot. Just this last segment, I want to go in a few sabotaging behaviors that trauma can include. One is lying, like manipulation manipulation can be a trigger if they're afraid they're going to be punished or they're going to upset you or you're afraid that you're going to leave them there might be a lot of lying going on that became a survival strategy for a young person that might have been beaten physically quite a lot they lie to get out of the fact that they're going to be severely punished and it just becomes a way of life control occurs when a partner either doesn't feel good about themselves they lack control in their own life or as a child they had no control meaning their parents were always disruptive or yelling and there was nothing they could do about it. So they grow up as an adult and crave control. Now in business, control works. It makes you successful. In relationships, it ruins it. Here is the difference in both life and love and work. Jealousy is a lack of trust and self-confidence. You think your partner wants another because what you offer is not, quote, good enough. So you might hold on too tight. You might try to control your partner's actions, making them angry. Jealousy comes from trauma number seven, personal trauma. Impulsivity is one of the ones that ruins life the fastest, which means making risky choices that destroy your relationship and hurt your partner, you and the whole relationship. People pleasing is very common with women. It's it's hard for you to say no or you ever do for others, making you somewhat angry and resentful. And this coping strategy happened as a child when you grew up with very toxic or difficult parents. You have people pleasing them to keep the peace in the household. Of course, addictions like overspending using alcohol is all a part of coping with the anxiety that is always going on in the brain and body. But there is help for this. And I am here to help you with that every week. Okay. Love Transformers. That's all we have time for today. I thank you for your question, Marianne and tuning in tonight. Everyone next week, we'll be diving deeper into the different dynamics of the toxic trauma relationship and defining whether you are experiencing emotional abuse. So please tell your friends who you love and care for to join us next week too. And I appreciate you sharing the love and helping me change the way the world loves. Give us some comments on my page on boldbravemedia.com. I thank you. This is Rihanna Milne from Lessons in Life and Love.
0: We want to thank you for joining us on this episode of Lessons in Life and Love with Coach Rihanna Milne. Your personal journey of life and love transformation has only just begun. Go to RihannaMilne.com for more resources. And if you're really ready to take action to improve your life or love situation, apply now for a free Life and Love Transformation Discovery Session with Rihanna, a $500 value. Just contact Rihanna with your questions and to tell her your story at rihannamilne.com. And remember, it's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve.